Hey, man, this is the Bedatitudes podcast, and I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. Glad to have you with us today. So we've been talking about the ways that the Beatitudes can help us men learn how to be fathers after the Heavenly Father's own heart. And, you know, so far we've talked about how, what fatherhood actually is, that it's, it's the call for every man and, and really the, the, the heart of masculinity to nurture and bring out the best and help everybody develop fully um, that, that, that we interact with, that, that spiritual fatherhood. And then our actual father emerges out of that spiritual fatherhood. We talked about what does it mean to then be poor in spirit as a dad and how that affects our relationship with our heavenly father and how we experience our, our sonship in our relationship, because we can't give what we don't have, right? We can't, uh, we can't have a healthy relationship with our kids. If we don't know how to have a healthy relationship as a kid of the heavenly father. And we talked last time about poverty of spirit with our wives. And in both cases, you know, poverty of spirit is this kind of humility that recognizes that, you know, I, I have ideas about the way things in my family life should go. I have ideas about what I'd like to see happen in my home. But I really don't know what I'm doing as a dad. I, I don't know what I'm doing as a husband. I certainly don't know how to be the husband and father or the man, for that matter, that, that God wants me to be. And so poverty in spirit has me recognize that I'm nothing without God. I, I can't do anything. I can't know anything without talking to God about it first. And so I have a personal prayer life where I'm bringing myself to God every day, all the, all the hopes and dreams and broken bits of me and, and asking God to put it all together again, because I don't know how to make that happen. I practice poverty of spirit in my marriage because I don't know how to, to love my wife the way she needs to be loved, the way God wants me to love her. I, I practice that poverty of spirit by praying with my wife and saying, you know, honey, I know what I want and, and you know what you want, but let's go to God together and figure out what he wants for us. And, and let's figure out, let's ask his help to take care of each other while we figure that out. Right. And so I, I, we, I lead that process by which, you know, she and I discern things together for our family. And, and every day, and I walked you through the praise format of prayer where we, you know, we, we praise in thanksgiving, R is repentance, A is asking for our needs, I is interceding for others, S is seeking God's will, and E is expressing our intention to keep listening uh, until we meet again in prayer. Today, I want to talk about poverty of spirit, finally, with our relationship with our kids, right? Because that's what fatherhood's all about, you know, being able to communicate the father's love for our children. Um, and, and, and this poverty of spirit, I don't know how to do that as a dad. I know how to love my kids my way. Um, but, but honestly, the worst thing, I, I, the worst thing I, I, anybody could ever say about me, especially when I'm gone, is, oh, he loved them in his way. What a horrible thing, right? I mean, I hear, I have heard that all the time growing up, you know, uh, when, 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 when one of my uncles would pass away or, or somebody, you know, oh, well, you know, he, he was a tough, he was a tough man, but he loved them in his way. It's like, ah, oh, gosh, that just stabs me in the heart. And I, I can't think of a worse thing that somebody could say about me as a father is I loved, the, he, he loved them in his way. I don't want to love my kids in my way. 
I want to live my kids God's way. My job as a Catholic father is, is to give my kids an experience of God's love through me. You know, they need to see God's love reflected for them in my eyes. They need to feel God holding them in his arms when I hug them. I need to be transparent. I need to decrease so he can increase, as St. Paul says. And look, that's an ideal. I recognize that we can't all get there overnight. And and, and more times than not, we're going to miss that mark. And that's fine. But but we've got to focus on that. That has to be our, our mission. We can't just say, well, you know, as men, we all have our own way. Yeah, we do have our own way. And it all sucks. It, it all sucks. Our way sucks. We're broken, sinful people, and we can't do anything on our own. And everything we try to do, we foul up in some way, because that's just being human. And that's okay. But if I can recognize that through my poverty of spirit, and I can go to God and say, Lord, yeah, I suck. <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I have my strengths. I do, I do my best, and sometimes it actually even works. But for the most part... I really don't know what I'm doing, especially as a dad. And um, I need you to teach me. You know, show me how to listen to what my kids need. Show me how to be there for them in ways that don't just meet their needs, but meet their needs in ways that show your love for them, show your providence for them, show your generosity to them, show your mercy to them, and all the other things that help us live life as a gift. So that's the goal, right? When it comes to poverty of spirit. So how do we do that? You know, practically speaking, it really comes down to just like, you know, I was, when I was talking about our relationship with our wife, you know, it comes down to being that spiritual leader in the home. Now, again, you know, this being the spiritual leader does not mean saying I ascended the mountain and now I am coming down with the 10 tablets for my family you know, do what I say, you know, because my will is God's will. That that is not what this is about, right? It's about being the, 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 I used the metaphor last time of the chairman of the board. You know, I I serve on a couple of different boards and the, the chairman of the board does not dictate the agenda for the board meeting. The chairman of the board facilitates the conversation by which decisions are made. The chairman is is the person who facilitates the process, the orderly discussion, so that everybody can have their say and everybody can communicate their needs and then facilitates the process where the conversation together comes up with an answer. Uh, the, the chairman does not dictate the direction. The chairman facilitates the conversation. And so that's that's you are facilitating the conversation with your wife and God. You're facilitating the conversation between you and your kids and God. And so, you know, how do you do that? Well, you know, taking lead in, in, in you know, reading Bible stories at night, for example, telling saints stories, taking lead in talking about how God has shown up for you in your day and the little ways that you've encountered God's love, God's providence, God's care, God's mercy, just making that part of your conversations as a family and in your interactions with your kids, making sure that God's a part of those interactions. So for instance, you know, your kid comes to you and they, they do well on a test and, and you you praise them. You, you let them know how proud you are of them. And then you just say, you know what, Lord, thank you so much for giving my child a good mind and, and for giving him or her the power to, to use that mind and do so well on this test. Thank you, Lord, for giving them that gift and, and for letting them work so hard to get to this place. 
Now that was a 15 second prayer, right? But you, you add that to, to, to the fact that you've praised them, you've hugged them, you've, you've, you know, showered them with your affection and, and your, your, your interest, you know, your attention. And then you, then you bring God into that so that they can see that God loves them too. Your kid hurts himself somehow. Um, you know, he comes to you and, and he's, he's crying, you know, and you empathize with him. You hold him, you maybe put the bandaid on, um, and then you pray, you know, Lord, please heal my son. Please help him to heal up. Thank you, Lord, for, for letting him have you know, arms and legs to be able to do these things. Thank you, Lord, for making him so adventurous, you know, the running, the jumping, whatever it was he was doing. And, and just thank you for, for letting him have such a good time with this. And just please help him feel better and, uh, and let him know how much you love him. Give him your healing grace. Amen. Again, 15 second prayer. And it was certainly, it was a very sloppy prayer. It wasn't formal, wasn't fancy. Um, I'm making it up on the spot and not doing a very good job of it. And that is okay, right? Because it doesn't matter. What matters is in that prayer, you know, my child has experienced my love. My child, that child has experienced my comfort. That child has experienced my presence. And then I use that as an, as an opportunity for me to decrease so that God can increase. I bring God into that moment and say, you know, God wants to heal you. That's the most important thing. Let's, let's take a minute with him. I don't necessarily make a big deal out of it. I don't say, let's, let's take a moment to pray. I just make God part of the conversation. You know, God is standing right here. He is the most important member of my family. He is the member of my family that knows all of us best and loves all of us most. He's just waiting for an opportunity for me to just get out of the way and let him talk. And the way I do that is, is by just letting him talk through me, right? At this time, you know, and as your kids get a little bit older, when they've experienced you doing this, you know, then you can have them praying about those things too. You're having a bad day. You ask them to bless you. You know, I had a really rough time. I'm just feeling really stressed out. Everything's fine. It's not a problem. It's just, I, I just could really use some prayer. Would you mind giving me a blessing? Uh, you know, my wife tells this story. This, this happened um, when, when our oldest kids who are now adults were very small um, but she was having one of those days, you know, and um, this is the very first time we thought of the idea of having our kids bless us. Uh, and actually, it was an inspiration. She was she was kind of washing the dishes and, you know, cursing the day she was born. <laughs> and, and, and she just sort of like, you know, muttered under her breath, blessed mother, you need to help me. And she felt this this um, this sense come over her, you know, have them pray over you. And we were in the habit of giving our kids blessings, you know, um, both in the morning and, and at the evening and then any, any kind of special time that they needed an extra shot of God's grace. We just lay hands on them and say, you know, Lord, bless our child and, and help them with this or bless them in that. And, you know, that's a very short, but, you know, blessing prayer. Uh, so, so by the time they were five or six, they had it down. You know, they knew, they knew what it was. And so my wife asked them to come over. She said, guys, I need you to come here. And they really thought they were in trouble because they had been kind of rough that day. Um, so they sheepishly come over to the couch and she sits down with them and pulls them up, you know, on the couch with her. And she says, now listen, you know, I, I'm, I'm kind of shorting out. Uh, you, you guys have been a little, little crazy today and I'm, I'm having a hard time kind of keeping my cool. I'm not able to be the mom that I want to be. Can you pray for me? I want you to pray over me right now. Give me a blessing. And this, you know, my son, who was six at the time, and my 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 my, my oldest son, where my excuse, my son who was six at the time, my oldest daughter, who was four at the time, um, you know, just put her put their hands on, 
you know, my, my wife's shoulder, her, her kneecap. And suddenly she starts hearing prayers like, you know, Jesus, please bless mommy. Help us to be good. Help us to get along. Help us to be loving, you know, and just this little, you know, kid prayers. And it just melted her. And that was the first time we ever had our kids pray over us, but I can tell you it was not the last. And there have been plenty of times since then that, that both my wife and I have, have had our kids pray over us from the very earliest years to, to their adulthood now, where we pray over each other. Um, but, but that happened because you know, we facilitated that process. You know, I, as a father, gave my children blessings on a regular basis. And by the way, if you didn't start this when they were your kids or two and three, that's okay. You can start it when they're 15, 16, 17. You can start it when they're 35. It doesn't matter. It just matters that you want to show them how much God loves them through you. Um, but that poverty of spirit, you know, allows us to, to realize that even when we're at our best, right? I mean, generally speaking, we don't know what we're doing. But even when we're at our best and we're doing a pretty good job, anything we can do well on our own, we can do better with God's help. So whether I'm advising my kids or correcting my kids or comforting my kids or celebrating my kids, all of those things are better when I bring God into it too. And my poverty in spirit helps me recognize that all of, regardless of how great my gifts are, regardless of how wonderful my connection with my kids might be, regardless of how on my game I am today, anything I can do well on my own, I can do better with God's grace. And so I give my best to that situation as best as I can. Uh, and and, and, and when, especially when I don't do my best, then I have God follow up by bringing him into it. You know, but if I have to correct my kids, you know, Lord, before we do, I say, guys, come here. I, I need to talk to you about something. But before I do, let's just bring this to God. Lord, just help me be the father that my kids need me to be and help me to know how to guide them through this situation. You know, they're really having a hard time getting along with each other. They're really irritating each other. And, and I want to show them how you want them to behave. Give me the grace to know how to do it. And give them the ears to listen and, and an open heart. Amen. And I give them a hug and I say, so let's talk through this. What do we need to do differently here moving forward? But I brought God into that moment. And, and that teaches them through my witness to do that too that teaches them to bring God into every moment in their life. You know, my humility, my poverty of spirit that communicated God's presence to them through my actions teaches them ultimately to go to God first, to, to know that they don't know what they're doing. Um, and that's okay as long as they bring it to God first. Poverty of spirit is that virtue that allows us to bring God into this moment because, as I said, Anything I can do, I can do better with God's grace. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's episode of the Bedatitudes podcast. And if you'd like to learn more, you can check out my book, The Bedatitudes, Eight Ways to Be an Awesome Dad. You know, another great resource for you, if you haven't subscribed already, you can download the Catholic HOM app. It stands for Households on Mission. It's available at the Google Play Store and the Apple Store as well. You can go to Catholic hom.com to learn more about it. It is a free download. Um, we do have a premium side of the app that features lots of support, lots of resources, tons of other opportunities to learn how you can create a family that can love even better 
connect even more strongly and care even more deeply for each other in the world. And I really encourage you to check it out at catholichom.com to learn more. But until next time, thank you so much for being with us. And let's close with a prayer. Lord Jesus Christ, we thank you for your grace. And Heavenly Father, we ask you to help us to be men after your own heart. Help us to be men who communicate your love to our kids. Give us that poverty of spirit that we need to know that we must come to you first in all things and that we must lead our family to you first in all things. Help us to embrace the fact that we don't know what we're doing, and but that even when we're at our best, everything we do can be made better when we bring you into it. We ask all of this through the intercession of the Blessed Virgin Mary and through the intercession of St. Joseph. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thanks, guys, for tuning in to the Beatitudes.